0: Jesus Christ was born on Christmas Day, and man will live forevermore because of Christmas Day. Welcome to the Monday Nooner Senior Hockey Top 10 show for this week and a Merry Christmas to all of our listeners and a Happy New Year because this will be our final Senior Hockey Top 10 show before uh, 2024, so our final countdown for general well-servicing of 2023. Fellas, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. Uh, Tis the season, right?
1: That is, that is, and it is the season at Mainline.
0: It's
2: always Title. the season.
1: Yeah. Get oh, we we can get in season. I thought I thought you were rolling here. We're doing this on Zoom. I actually thought Shane had the hat hoodie combo
2: combo instead of the toque.
1: Got it. I could flip it up for you. I thought that's what you were you were wearing oh. there, but
2: yeah, well,
1: you know, no, not tonight. There are some people out there that buy vehicles as Christmas presents. I've never been in that situation in my life where I'm able to do that. Big bowl guy. You need a big bow, big bow. That is actually probably more important than finding the vehicle is finding the proper size bow. If you're going to do that Mm -hmm. mainline GM in Kindersley mainline GM in Rosetown. Then we have the Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram store in Rosetown. Don't sleep on Manitou mainline in watcher Saskatchewan. They're a Dodge Jeep and Ram as is Southie mainline motors. We're going to be getting some new specials coming up for January here. The new 2024 specials, but they have a lot of stock. We talk about it all the time. See what they got on the website. They can ship it around. They can get it to you. And Merry Christmas to everybody at the Mainline Automotive Group.
0: King of Trucks worth to drive every time. I'm sure uh, Shouty Scotty has done a video or two by now in a uh, Santa hat yelling at the screen, telling you to come down to the uh, King of Trucks. I'm sure he's got some... uh, some good videos out there on their social media, so appreciate them. Uh, another year in the books. With the Mainline uh, Automotive Group is a title sponsor here on the show. As I mentioned, our countdown for General Well Servicing going to be coming up. Uh, let's quickly run down before we get into the show. Last week's top ten for General Well uh, coming in at number ten. Last week we had the Wayne Wright Rustlers from the Sask Alta, Number nine, the more Dynamos. Eight, the Foam Lake Flyers. Seven, Mooseman Rangers. Six was the Blizz. Heard some rumors they might have got a new stud signing here as of late. Five was the Rock City Tigers, four the Grenfell Spitfires, three the Davidson Cyclones, two was the Wilkie Outlaws, and last week they become the number one team in the province, the Wadena Wildcats, number one team for General Well, last week at this time.
1: And a lot, some of it's going to be interesting as we get along here and we move it along, we're going to try and go high and tight tonight. Some of these teams have lost, so Kaputzville, for a few of them, a lot of deliberation
0: it took I'm, to to get this right. I might have uh, I might have missed one or two, but according to my uh, calculations, there's five unde- undefeateds right now in the province. Wadina, Wilkie, Miota hasn't lost in the prairie, Mooseman in the big six. And the other team that might be sneaky undefeated is from the mud, right? The Gall Lake Greyhounds, six and oh, haven't lost yet in 2020 uh, or the 2023 24 season.
1: Perfect segue. Let's start with the White Mud Hockey League. I don't think we've ever started with them.
2: Let's go to the Southwest. Shane Belter, take it away. Let's fire the mud up, boys. Hey, brothers, spag rude. Let's go into the scoring leaders. Cody's leading 19 points. Justin's 15. Justin's played four games, 15 points, 11 and four, awesome. 11 and four. Cody's got seven and 12. Cody's the disher. Justin's the finisher. Those guys are on Gull Lake. They pounded, I believe. let me take a peek here. It was 15. They had 15 goals. Uh, they beat leader, I think only had four that's a pounding last weekend 15 four uh Cabri lost to Seanovan seven five Seanovan then comes back on Saturday beats Frontier six three and your boys uh your boys in Maple Creek they're lost to Etonia Shink. five one they're looking the
1: fellas are looking statement? at
2: 2024.
0: <laughs> I looking, like the uh the they
2: Somervilles they have won four in a row out there The summer They're, Somervilles they're buzzing. Are buzzing. They're buzz and they gotta look this weekend still. There's no rest for the wicked in the mud. There's two games on the slate. Friday, Etonia, Boz's boys heading into Cabri and Gull Lake's That's heading cool. into Shonovan before the Christmas break. Little maybe maybe those would be teddy bear nights out in the mud.
1: Those oh. those are uh geographically close yes team so that shaunavon gull lake is gonna get greasy as Could we go hairy. along here on this program we're gonna talk about a lot of those games the 22nd and there's a few on the 23rd and it's geographical rivals i remember playing in the cabri abbey one oh it was so much Bad. fun so that is uh yeah that's the rundown on on the old mud there then let's i want to shift it Quickly, let's knock off. And I know we've always sometimes leave these guys out, but the Wheatland Hockey League, Tisdale's still the class there. They're six and one, the old Rambler Nation. We ride in Tisdale, as Boz would say. Uh, let's eight try. five, yeah, eight five over Hudson Bay last Saturday really controlled, uh, really controlled things with Mari. Mari had two <laughs> and two, boys. We continue well, to watch tires uh coming up quickly there's only the one christmas holiday pregame and again close towns proximity going to get absolutely greasy maybe we'll see some picks on social media orky pine plain home to the hudson bay hunters that's tonight's friday night eight o'clock at the chase place arena
0: a little white wheat but wheatland there quickly through the wheatland Hey, let's, uh, let's talk Coppell Valley highway hockey league close to the, uh, city here. We've Barry and I, although he might not remember much, we did get the eyeball test with, uh, Raymore, Matt, the Boston. Raymore Rockets, they've won four in a row, fellas. They started the year really slow four in a row. They've been a wagon, uh, on the road. They've been road warriors this year 4 and zero on the road, one, three, O and one at home. So if Raymore can figure things out in the launch pad, uh, Haven't had takeoff yet at home. They've been uh, getting lit up with lights out Linford there in in the home games. But keep an eye out for the pesky Rockets after a really, really tough start this year. Another team that we probably haven't given enough credit to as well, and and there's probably a reason, is Gubba's boys out there. They are by far and away leading the league in goal differential. They're a plus 31 in goals for and against. The next closest is plus 8. So their differential is 23 better than the uh, closest, the Grenfell Spitfires, but Gubba's boys, they're the same old story, five and one away and just three and two at the polar dome. So if Gubba's boys can get it figured out at home, they got a good chance to uh, repeat out there. They've been buzzing. So they find themselves right now at the top of the standings with an eight and three record Donovan, uh, I said his name, I said his name Newell's last time. And Corey Wolf sent us a message. Is it uh, Niles? Like Frazier? Like the show Frazier? Is that right? That's what he said, I think. (laughs) 24 points for him. Bernie's beauties. Justin Bernhardt. The savvy bet. Just one point behind the uh, league lead. He gets older, but he still uh, keeps putting up points. So Bernie's, uh, Bernie's been buzzing here. The last three games, he's got eight points. So watch out for Belcaris. That's my message this week in the, uh, Coppell Valley League and a quick uh, comment very on the fight that we saw yeah on social media it was uh, Balgoni home to Milestone right that was the uh, the clip that went a bit viral there yes yeah so you got some backstory because the clip we were given um and, and it's maybe my fault maybe it's the clip I posted because I did trim it down a little bit just for uh to keep the clip high and tight so it looks like this guy on Milestone was egging on somebody from uh Belgoni, and then that Everly comes in and just uh yeah. t- gets the takedown, right? So the story I got,
1: and again, allegedly, preface it with that is there was the cross check. What was it? What was the guy's name from Milestone? Morgan Gallius. Yeah, Gallius. So I get he's one of those players. You want him on your team. Just a pain in the ass. He's always been like that through minor hockey up. And so, and he's a pretty tough kid. He played like a Matthew Kachuk. I tell Roman to play like that all the time. I love it. So he crossed the story. I got allegedly cross checks the guy in the head, then the guy, and then that's where he's kind of like taunting him or making fun of him by doing that. Cause he knew something was going on. And then Buckaroo Charlie comes in from Balgoni, who I've heard is an extremely tough character. And then they throw, and he just hit him in the switch, right? That happens if you're going to drop the mitts. Sometimes you get hit there, and you go down. So that is the backstory. There was a cross-check, everything involved. Two tough kids going at it. Nice to see.
0: One more game in the Valley uh, before Christmas, Friday night in Milestone. So the Flyer Ranger jerseys are home to the Salty Marlins. That'll be the last game before uh, Christmas. And then most of the other teams, uh, looks like we've got a Saturday, December 30th, uh, fair, Balgoni and Bethune. So that's the calendar year. That's all we got left is two games some in the Coppell Valley.
1: Some sorry, some missed opportunities there to have a Southie Raymore pre-Christmas Battle Royale schedule makers. Maybe a little Balcaris and Grenfell again. I know they just went at it, but. Yeah, so that's the Valley. Quickly, let's rattle no, off. No, let's
0: just wait. Oh. Just wait. Let's do the. Uh let's go into the long lake and then we'll jump in with the guests, and then it'll be easy for me to edit. We'll yeah. do it right in the long lake. Okay. Does that work? Yeah.
1: Okay, boys, let's move over to the long lake hockey league. And you mentioned it off the start Wadena ten and no losses on the bingo card. You got to believe in the Wadena wildcats looking strong, 10 games played. Foam Lake nipping at their heels. This league, see, we expected a little more parity out of this one at the start of the year, and we're getting that parity through the middle. But Wadena and Foam Lake, are they the class? I think some teams are starting to maybe add some guys. You, we got to say, how disappointing is it for the Leroy Braves to be sitting last with a record two of two and eight? eight. Yeah.
2: Mm, they're not brutal. the one Ks, the one Ks. Minus
0: 28, that big goal differential, that's a big NHL analytics stat they use all the time now, but it does they really tell it. the, no, it does, like, Wadena's a uh, plus 34 through 10 games, so on average, they're winning their games by almost three and a half goals. Like, it's not coming down to the wire for them, uh, for the most part at all. Foam Lake, plus uh, 25 on the differential, and then pretty much every other team is is worse than uh we're still in a plus or right around even or, or a terrible minus like Leroy at minus 28 in the uh, goals for and against. So it is an interesting metric and I'm curious to see Wadena uh, coming up in the next couple of weeks. We're going to have the Prince provincial bracket show with the uh, hockey Saskatchewan fellas. They're going to let us reveal the bracket again for senior hockey Wadena going a this year. So it's true test for them. I've heard they've been, uh, working the phones, trying to find one more
2: stud D-man to uh, solidify the back end there. But yeah, they're they're buzzing. Belter didn't get a call. Didn't Belter get, did, no. Uh, no. Bane Shelter has not signed, got me my contract yet. So if you go to the Long Lake website, quite funny.
1: They have the last two games on Tuesday and on Wednesday. It like has a note underneath. Fourth goal was an empty net. Drake's seventh goal was an empty net. Really weird that they're starting to do that on the schedule. I don't know if someone's got control of the website that shouldn't. It just looks funny. Uh, For the people that
0: bet the puck line, they want to know that uh, the cover was
1: (laughs) puck line Jesus. Yeah, Um, Yeah. kind of disappointing. I'm I'm curious to see what happens with the Winterhawks this last half of the year here because they've definitely been a disappointing squad. They lost 5-2 to Foam Lake. On the 19th. Okay, anyway, so to wrap it up tonight in that league, three little Christmas, pre-Christmas specials. In Wadena, they're hosting Watchress. Drake's going to travel to Wynyard tonight. 8.30 start, late one. And then also an 8.30 banger. Foam Lake plays host to the pesky Lanigan Pirates.
0: Yeah, well, we're, we're talking about the uh, the Long Lake Hockey League. And, and Barney, why don't you introduce, introduce our guest we've got with us with uh, a tie to the Drake Canucks? We just talked, they're to playing uh, tonight.
1: You know what? It was hard to believe when I picked this up on social media that morning. I, I legit had like a triple take. And I'm like, holy fuck, that is Shannon Brisky in a Drake's Canuck jersey. And then I read it. And it's like, yeah, the you know the line was um, the age of the back end, and you played with your son. So yeah, joining us from Saskatoon, Shannon, former senior hockey legend with Lanigan, uh, Shannon Brisky. Uh, Shannon, thanks so much for taking some time. How's the body feeling?
3: You know what? It uh, there was a little echo because uh, the the next day I was fine, and my wife was asking me and my son, and I'm like nothing to see here but as the week has gone on my 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 sternum and my left rib cage like I couldn't even sleep last night because I took one hit <laughs> it was it was pretty heavy but it was right after I sniped so I didn't want to say anything I got I scored and then I got drilled and I was like oh I'm good I'm good <laughs> so we'll
0: That's- talk about the we'll talk about the goal but I guess my question is how old are you and when's the last time you played in a senior game?
3: Okay, so I'm 49 and it's easy for me to remember because um, my youngest daughter, our youngest daughter is 17 and so once we we had, and she's born in October, when the third one came, uh, my wife had a closed door meeting with me and, and and broke it to me gently that my my uh my senior hockey career had come to an end. I just didn't know it at the time, but uh so that was fall of 2006 was the last time I played senior uh so it would have been um so 17 years I guess. <laughs> okay, so your
1: your kid plays for Drake. Yes. How does take us take us down the journey on how this came about? Okay, so um, Mason
3: uh played for another uh, um, Husky guy you would know, Jason Becker, out for Pacific Coast Hockey Academy. He's running the program out there, the U18, AAA midget program. So he went and played out there his 17-year-old year year, uh, on the island. Then he came back last year and played uh, with the Wesleys for about half the season um, and then didn't work out there and he got picked up by Drake. So he, he played the last half with Drake last year. And then again, this year he started down in Fresno uh, in the USPHL um, and again got into sort of a 3-4 goalie thing and and uh, didn't work out and, and Drake was still looking. So he came back to play for Drake. And I'm going to tell you how weird this is. So I literally had this dream. Like I had a dream. I woke up at 6 in the morning and I'm like, I dreamt that I was playing senior with Mace and like whatever. So I'm I'm six in the morning. I'm wide awake. I'm looking at my phone and I'm like, do I text Scotty? Scotty Blair is a friend of mine. We're about the same age. He, he's the GM coach out there. Him and Dwayne McLaren, just great people. And I'm like, no, don't do it. What are you doing? And I talk <laughs> myself talk myself in and out of shooting a text. And so finally, I'm like, fuck it. So I text Scotty at like seven in the morning. Like, hey. Cause May said that like, there's a bunch of guys in exams. they only have one defenseman. I'm like, if you're really, really desperate, I could probably come out and play 13 seconds later. He's <laughs> you're in. And then I was like, Oh, what have I done? So um, then that morning it was Saturday morning. We have our, our Husky alumni skate and I'm sitting beside Teeks, Scott Manteca. I'm like, you want to come play senior with me tonight? He's like, <laughs> yes. So, so he's 54. I'm 49. So we went out and uh into Wattress, where he had played before for Wattress. I there was still a few uh a few guys chirping me in the stands and uh a few of their, <laughs> their wives winking at me from the good old days. But uh so it was it was a lot of fun. But that's how it happened. It was just uh,
0: uh I was a
1: dream <laughs> I, I, I was that's so crazy because I was gonna say, yeah. Scott Mantica always been in great shape. Good stay at home kind of D man. Not you know, just his game travels travels well. Crazy as fuck. Um, yeah. So, how did the game go? Like obviously now, and you guys. So let's preface this because you mentioned that Husky skate. That's actually a really good skate. I know a lot of guys that twirl on that. That is a good up tempo yeah. skate. How did that
3: translate into senior? So here's the thing about senior hockey. And I remember when I played in Lanning and we had really good teams, there's, there's kind of a big Delta, right. Between the low, the low end guy and the top end guy. So you just have to, you have to really be aware of who you're on the ice with. Like, so, you know, the bottom lines, like there was no real issues. And, and I'll say this as Teeks and I both played very physical games, you know, that, and, but I, I didn't initiate a lot of physicality because that's where I think your wind, you lose your, you know, like I'm good rec hockey shape, but you start battling in the corners. It's a little different story. I did that once and I had to take two shifts off, but the, the speed, like when Andrew Johnson, Wyatt Johnson and Jesse Meichen, they're on a line and they are, they're just like a couple of them are just out of pro and, and Wyatt Johnson who helps me coach with the river Kings two years removed from CIS with the Huskies. Like, so I was the first period, the speed was, was a lot, but then you kind of, you kind of settle in a little bit and and Teaks just played his no nonsense. um, You know, no one really wanted to get too close to him. And and uh, he got a little grumpy at the end of the game and tried. He was going to kill somebody, so that was kind of fun to watch. (laughs) And uh, and uh, funny thing, I'm sitting. We got a power play. This was in the third period, and one of their more regular defensemen was set to go up, and I got the call. Scotty's like brisk, go take the PP. So it was a lot. It was it was good. And you know what? The last, the second and third period, I felt like I could play. I could. I could probably, if I played a few more games, I think I would be okay.
0: So is there any, is there any chance of that? Or is that out the window?
3: Um, I've left the door open. Um, You know, I didn't go to Leroy last night. Uh, I might go to Winyard tomorrow night, depending on how uh, to play against the Forsberg boys and, and, uh, and, uh, and Hobbsy Connor Hobbs that, so might have to tone those boys down a little bit seeing as, (laughs) All of us alumni funded their education. Maybe they should take it easy on us. So, but no, I I think, you know, Mason, it was a really, really cool opportunity for Mason and I to like, we're literally 30 years apart. He's 19. I'm 49. He's an October baby. I'm, I'm born in September. So I'm part of me is like, I got the picture. I have the experience. I didn't lose any teeth. I didn't blow a knee you know, kind of just chalk it up and done. And then part of me is like, well, oh, I didn't do too bad. Maybe I should maybe keep going a little bit. And Scotty Blair uh, left the door open. He says, whenever you want to come, uh, come play. So I don't know what I'm going to do.
1: <laughs> yeah, I I love it. Uh,
3: talk talk about the goal and then the, and then the hit though. How does that happen? So um, I was jumping. I jumped down in the play. I'm a right defenseman so the puck kind of goes into the right corner. Uh, one of the the forwards cycles it to another forward. Who's at the top of the circle on the right side. And I jump down to the left top of the circle and just open up for a one timer. And he just, he just set it up and I buried it. And as soon as I shot it and buried it, bang, I got drilled. And, uh, so it was, it was, it was, uh, it was actually a pretty nice goal. Uh, um, so I was happy, I was happy to get a Gino. So
1: did, was, was Jill in the stands and did she wear her t-shirt you were talking about earlier? That was off camera.
3: Jill, Jill wasn't there. No, she missed that. And <laughs> what? Come on. Know, and, yeah, I, I don't know. She wasn't, uh, yeah. I don't know. She knows what happens after I score. So she was home. She was ready when I got home. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, um, so and
1: in all seriousness, that, that skate that you skate in, uh, 80% of those guys could probably go out and play senior still.
3: Yeah, we actually talked about that because here's the thing, like a lot of guys like graduate right from CIS and start coming to skate with us, right? So like the Wednesday night skate, especially we play, we go Wednesday nights and Saturday mornings. Like there's 15 guys that are 25 to 30 years old and some of them still play a little senior. Some of them don't anymore that, that absolutely could be playing. So I think like if you were to go out and pick 15 players from our alumni skate you put together a pretty good senior hockey team right well, i'm
0: thinking like a senior a provincial run
3: yeah there's there's a lot of good players there and and a lot of guys like the Forsberg brothers come out they play in winyard right and then you know like Wyatt Johnson you know we've got a big Chris Durand that still moves well and shoots a puck Cam Bristow, who's my my age and still gets around the rink really good so it's it's a, uh, it's a good skate and it's lots of fun and, but yeah, it's, 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 you know, the speed itself outside of the sort of, you know, those four or five guys on each team in that league, I think are like, there's some really good players in that league. And I, I would probably say that, you know, going to back when I played in Lanigan, you know, as good a as good a senior league as there is in the province probably, but you know, that's always, that's always the debate. Yeah. But, uh, I think this year, especially there seems to be a lot of, uh a lot of good players are in that, in that league. And that was, that was a, fir- that
1: was one of the first things I thought about too. Cause Shane's actually thinking of making a, Shane and I are both 46. So he's thinking about maybe going to twirl in the Nautic which is like a D3, right? A little bit different. You went and did it in the long Lake, which is probably the best league in the province. And then, so my, my other question was, was it weird to put on that Drake Jersey? Cause you're such a storied past in Lanigan. And did they take the statue down?
3: Yeah. Like I was getting a lot of chirps from my Lanigan boys. They, my one, my what good friend of mine, Brandon Bishop, I don't know if you know Bishy.
2: Yeah.
3: He literally sent the picture of me in the Canucks with an emoji of barf. So, <laughs> so, so there, there was uh but you know, I think everyone said, you know, if mason you I wouldn't have been playing at all had mason not been yeah. not been playing with uh, with drake and and uh, just sort of the opportunities just sort of it all came together the one day and and I I jumped on it thought we'll make a memory here and the rest and is awesome. history. and Teeks probably wants to play every game now he's probably like practicing Teeks is a freaking machine and he's just like he's awesome <laughs> yeah. you know he's just timeless i <laughs> just and he just plays one way and you don't want to get on the wrong side of him. Like, it was funny when I saw him get grumpy at the end of the game. I don't know what exactly happened, but the, the, the old teaks came out. That was for sure. <laughs> that's awesome.
0: Yeah. That's uh one thing I will say, I know whenever guys leave the door partially open, you know, they're playing again. Cause if they're not, yeah. they're completely shutting the door, but any little bit of the door open, you know, you're going to be back out there.
2: hundred so. percent. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I,
3: <laughs> that's, that's probably going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> All right on hey uh,
0: yeah.
1: Shannon uh you know thanks for uh thanks for taking some time and and telling us the story and then I think a lot of people are gonna love it here on the senior show and, and find out how it all came about
3: yeah no thanks for taking me it's uh it's been really cool a lot of my old buddies that I played hockey with and whatnot they're like good job you know forty nine years old so little seventeen year hiatus but uh hey I was happy to that I could still compete so lots of fun thanks for having me on guys awesome right yeah, on. take care Merry Christmas thanks, Later.
0: Yeah. All right, boys, let's uh let's keep things moving along here. That's a, a fantastic story. And I know right. I, I bet you the over under right now in Playhouse Saskatchewan would be three and a half games for uh for sure. Brisky before the end of the year because you know he's getting back in the mixer for sure. You can just tell the way they uh the way he left the door open. But let's talk uh let's talk Sask East Hockey League and another another old veteran, Jeff Odgers and his boys out in Rokenville. I wonder if odgie has been in a game yet this year. If uh if oh, we not, would hear about it,
2: we will will not been able to find the skates in the sea can they're lost in the back?
0: He didn't they didn't need them last weekend. Rock City beats iTuna 20 to one. Ooh. Neutral site in Melville. Obviously, iTuna is still uh getting the new rink deal sorted out, so they're playing a lot of remote uh games. But yeah, that was uh that was a big one there on the weekend and kind of an upset. Uh, Kenora Cobras take down the Theodore Buffaloes 4-3 on the road. Uh, Langenberg knocks off Wapella 6-5 in overtime at the Langenberg-Drager-REMAX Arena. Hey, coming up uh, before the Christmas holidays, a full slate yet in the old uh, Saskies Hockey League. Priestville and Kenora tonight. Rock City hosts Wapella. A little bit of a stiffer challenge for them. Churchbridge at the Kaminsky Arena. The Langenberg Warriors come into town. And uh, Ituna plays a home game in Cote at the Cote Memorial Arena against Cote. So having to play that one on the road, although it is one of their uh, home games because of the rink situation out there, that's kind of confusing to look at on the website. Saturday night, Wapella home to Swan Valley and Langenberg home to uh, Churchbridge. So quite a few games out there in the Sask East Hockey League. You would notice the uh, Rock City Tigers with the weekend off. They head into the break, leading the South Division and leading the league with a perfect record of 6-0-0. And while we uh, mentioned it in every other league, their goal differential fellas, like plus it. 46. So they are steamrolling teams, although 19 of those did come up in one uh, in one game last weekend. But uh, yeah, they're leading the South. Kenora atop the North right now with a 4-1 and one record. That's what's going on in the Sask East. Hey, you kind of mentioned it before. Why don't you, why don't you give
1: people the latest revelation on the official sports book of the Monday Nooner podcast, playnow.com, Saskatchewan's only legal sports gambling site. Things just got a lot better for Monday Nooner listeners, especially people in the rural country.
0: Yeah, we talked about in the past about needing the P.O. box and then needing to send in uh, some information, make a phone call to get signed up. It sounds like they've got some things worked out on their end. Not that it was a huge hassle by any means, but uh, sounds like things are humming over there with uh, sign-up. It's super easy, super convenient. So you go online, you put in a minimum of a $10 deposit, you're going to get $100 in Nooner Free plays, 50 in the casino, 50 in the sports book.
2: Such a good deal.
0: And so many fun different things to... uh Gamble on to wager on responsibly right now with the college football bowl games. I love betting on those. You got uh hockey obviously every night. You got world juniors. I don't I haven't seen world juniors on there. I hope it's available on their sports book. If it is, we'll be sending out some picks throughout the uh Christmas tournament. Boss and, yeah pickums. And then of course, uh one thing that I've got on my radar and I've got some futures with some buddies. Uh the Briar is gonna be in Regina this year. So uh- we're going to have boots be, on the ground, curling inside. You can live gamble there. It's uh, the official sports book of the Nooner and the Briar in town. I can't wait for that coming up. I think that is in uh, March. One last That'd note on the Sask East. Taylor Thompson, the new uh, in-law of Augie some roundabout way, 32 points in six games, average 5.3 oh. points a game far and away, running roughshod on the uh, Sask East Hockey League this year. Belts. Not uh, a cue. Play now,
1: playnow.com. Don't forget about all that. Yeah, we love yeah. everything that Play Now does. Why don't you take us through the Nada? We
2: we can hit the cue. Boys, there was a there was a full slate last weekend, Friday and Saturday. There was 12 games last weekend. Hodge takes Gravelberg down. Kornak beats Rolo for the in Rolo. I don't know if uh if Clarkey and Ollie were I, even playing. I think Ollie played
0: one of the two is what I was told. Well then I'm guessing
2: he I'm guessing he played because uh, Yellowgrass was at home to Avonlea, They beat the MA three. But then on uh, Saturday, where's Avonlea. Hodgeville got canceled. Rolo loses in Gravelberg 4-3 and OT. So I'm guessing Ollie was at that game. And That's then Cornack but... beat uh Cornack beat Yellowgrass 7-2. Big big slate again this weekend. Friday and Saturday. There's another 12 games in the queue. They're trying to squeeze him in. I'm not gonna go through them all. Check out the NauticUHockeyLeague.com. The website's Awesome, but I will say this: I did get a couple messages from the last show. People saying that whoever said Cornack's Hamburger is better is from Cornack for sure because they're not better. Hometown so, bias. Hometown hey, bias. I, I I know you said you didn't want
0: to mention all the games. I do want to mention one.
2: I do too. It's Saturday so, night. Saturday night. This is that you're right, Boz. You're gonna you're gonna talk about the Yellow Grass, yeah, rematch with Rolo. If anybody's around, they got nothing to do. The 23rd. Somebody's going to be driving the bus and you want to guzzle in the back, head out to Rollo. That'll be, it could be, it could be very fun. That the would revenge, be, the, that could be the, yeah, revenge the revenge game. The 27 and change. 27 beating. too. Yeah. But hey, another thing, what's really cool about this, the uh Not-A-Q site is they got your stats on there that you like. The differentials. Big differential, big, big differential guy, big rear diff guy. guy. Yeah. So Hodge Hodge is leading the league. They only have a differential of six plus six. So they're they're in tight games all the time. Yellow Grass is in second in the Sioux division, and they're plus thirty. Rolo minus fifty-one. Tells you why they're in last place. So wow, really twenty-five of cool those in
0: one shot. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. twenty-seven um, in one scoot.
0: Here's a drinking game. If you're just joining us now, Christmas holidays. Every time we say differential, <laughs> golds plus minus diff, any any variation of that, take a swig of some Last Mountain, uh, uh salted caramel whiskey or whatever you got on hand, because we're going to be hearing it a lot. I feel like this show. Can it I doesn't. quickly jump over to the Crossroads Saskatchewan's wanted... only four team
1: league? My mic's not working, is it? Oh yeah, there it is. I'm back. It's working now, I'm... yeah. Back in before we get, you know what? I you know the game I like playing is band names and that would be a good name for a cheesy garage band rear differential
0: (laughs) the rear diff yeah don't mind that at all hey tonight in the uh in the crossroads fellas big night and the one thing i like about this weekend is there's always the big parties the big soirees the kids in college are home for christmas and everybody's back so you see people you haven't seen for 10 years in your small town, uh, that Corrobert Tigers hosting Dodds land tonight. It is the Tigers Christmas extravaganza. That's what they're calling it out there in Corrobert seven 30 tonight. No context on what's all going down. That's just what they have listed on the website. And then tomorrow, the kindersley Kodiak's home to Looseland for the get this Kodiak's Xmas extravaganza. So we a couple big shakers out league. there. Big extravaganza league. Huge extravaganza league. Yeah. I don't know what, uh, sounds like that's a league wide promotion. Maybe all four <laughs> teams, uh, indulging in the extravaganza. Somebody uh,
1: got a deal from party city on extravaganza banners. They're like all four teams get one.
0: <laughs> top of the league. The Dodds land stars are four and one. Carrobert, uh, not far behind at Four and two. Uh, the Kindersley Kodiak's two and four and loose land is one and four. A uh, differential guy, Dodds line leads the way, plus 15 on the diff <laughs> drink. That's the crossroads.
1: All right, Western Sales, your John Deere dealer in the area of anything, Sask Valley Hockey League. We got Elrose, we got Outlook, we got Davidson, we've got Bigger, and Central Butte. You got it. Bingo, Kingo, bingo. Man, what an upset, I, as some would call it an upset. Last week, those boys that I said do not sleep on them. The Kyle Elks, the former number ones from a t- two weeks ago, the Dinsmore Dynamos take it a 6-3 loss to the Kyle Elks. Big plug. Kyle in goal. Richard Palmer, Robert's boy, stopped 36 of 39 shots. Brett Harris Oh, I probably butchered that, Brett. I'm sorry. Number eight, Harris Three goals leading the way up front. Uh, Dakota Booten, three assists. Just a nice spread around Darby Crozier for the Elks. Had one and two. So the Elks upset the Dynamos. Still the class of the league, like you talked about Davidson. Uh, Zinsmores. No, Davidson. I'm going over oh. to Davidson now. Davidson. But, you know, speaking of David, uh, Dinsmore, they just shaded Rose Town only 4-2 on Sunday after that loss. So, yeah, Davidson, and they bounced Lorburn last week 8-3. Now, only one game leading into the break here, and it's Rose Town at Lucky Lake. couple of the bottom dwellers, or actually the two bottom dwellers in the league, they're going at it tonight, 8 o'clock. So your top team in the league, Davidson Cyclones 11 and one, but Keniston is nipping at their heels and you're wondering who the leading scorer is going into the Christmas break in the league. It's a tight race up there. Guess who the leading scorer and without looking, guess who the leading scorer in the Valley is. I'm not looking. I swear to God, Connor Gay, Connor is your leading scorer sweater. Number 50 unique number for the blizzards. He's got 15 goals, 18 assists for 33 points.
0: I just feel like one quick thought on this league. Maybe we've undervalued Kyle because they are seven and two. Like they're right there. They've Remember got a plus 30, three weeks ago. Plus thirty-eight diff. Well, they'd lost to Aston, right? They'd lost seven four to Aston. They've been uh four in a row since that loss. It's it's a team we gotta keep our eye on, obviously in the south with uh or sorry, in the west with Dinsmore, but uh
1: I, yeah, four I wanna, four
0: really good teams. You could almost put Aston in that upper echelon. Five pretty good teams, four really good teams, and then Aston in the f- five-hole maybe. But
1: I I want to give a plug here because Connor Gay's got the, the scoring race right now by only one point over Matt Jones from Dinsmore Jones. and Luke Nukwama from Outlook. And Luke and Matt play as... I think non-imports. So they're your leading scores when it comes to the local side of thing. They probably have ties to each town, but elsewhere, yeah. So I just saw one game coming up and I'm looking uh, yeah, the Western Sales, Sask Valley Hockey League. Things are gonna get really interesting there after the break. So that's our wrap up from that one.
0: Yeah, Kyle and uh Keniston right after Christmas. That's a huge, huge game. game. And one quick thing. Sounds like uh, rumors Cole Bommel, who got dropped by Winyard when they were caught with too many imports. Apparently, his uh, contract is officially expired, and apparently he's looking at going to Keniston to join the uh, already stacked Blizz. They would have to drop an import. I'm not sure if that's happened yet or not. Just something I uh, allegedly heard was going to happen
1: in the Valley. So I can continue here. Maybe while I pull up all my info from the Twin
0: Rivers, why don't you give a quick uh, Great Western Brewing read? It's always beer season, whether you're on this slow pitch diamond or, uh, on the hockey rink, whether you're a rec team or a senior team, the beer deal is available. Original 16, the limes, uh, all the different things they have, the, the prairie option classic, all different options available with, uh, great Western brewing. I'm a big O sixteen 16 guy myself, especially the tap version, but get your team signed up for the beer deal and get the kickback from GW.
1: Get by your principal or teachers, a case of Great Western Lime goes over really well. That's what the Shinkarook uh, kids bought their principal for the holiday season. Okay, Twin Rivers, the 2020 twin, twin, don't sleep. It's a big don't sleep podcast. Birch Hills, they are coming on. They're sitting at six and two. Massive six, four win last week over the Ross Thern Wheat Kings. Leading the way for Birch Hills. They spread it around, not bad. Matt Hildebrand for roster and had three. Let's give him his dues. But when you look at Birch Hills, Hunter Schell, Schnell, four Schnellzy. helpers in that contest. Connor Long had a couple of goals. Uh, what else do we have down there? Oh, Parker Fofanoff. Sorry, Parks, if I hang that up. They were number 94. Nice jersey number. He had one goal and three assists. And then Cody Kushnerik, double K. Kush. He had the, the win for Burchills in that. So, yeah, Burchills coming on. Willow Cree, again, is starting to, to say, hey, we are the team to beat in this league. They're leading the West Division by a landslide. They got 20 points going into the break. Dalmany. Right at right when I bought all that stock on Dalmany, they just hit the shitter hard. Like they lost again to Hag four three last huge Saturday. upset, huge What's upset, that? huge upset. That was a big, big one. time tonight in the league. Couple of games: Bruno's in roster and Rostern, Shelbrook playing host to Hag and then I love this league because they got two games on Saturday, December twenty third. Going at it, Cudworth. And Bruno, the little rivalry action there, the tricky Maroons and T-Birds, going to have to be a fight in that game. Got to fight in the Christmas game. Got to. And Waldheim and Roster in another close proximity to each other. That one goes down in Waldheim tomorrow. So there's your Twin Rivers update.
0: SaskWest Hockey League, buzzing out there. Wilkie Outlaws, as we've mentioned on the show, are undefeated 8-0. And they're kind of they're uh, opening up a bit of a cushion bigger is the next closest team, three points behind, but the outlaws got three games in hand. So presuming they win those, they could be as much as nine points ahead of second place uh, with a couple more games here before Christmas as well. They might, uh, they might be in total control of the number one seed out there in the Sasquatch hockey league. Uh, Bigger surprising me this year, surprising a lot of people by getting, uh, getting probably already more wins than they had last year. Uh, Nats last Friday beat the Unity Miners 7-4. Hafford Hawks took down the Kindersley Senior Clippers 6-1. Wilkie beat the Macklin Mohawks 4-3 in Macklin. So that was their closest test so far. Kindersley beats EDAM 2-1. Halford beats Unity 4-1. And then Sunday, Macklin uh, loses to Bigger 6-5 in overtime. I'm going to start calling Macklin. I just thought of this. From now on, they're going to be known as the Celebrini's. (laughs) <laughs> people might not understand that but the kid that's going to go number one overall this year in the nhl draft his name is macklin celebrini you'll see a lot of them on the uh world juniors he's a 17 year old stud for canada this year so the celebrinis in macklin they've uh got a game tonight as well they're in unity wilkie travels to kindersley tonight uh eight o'clock puck drop at the west central events center you know, Kindersley is going to try and uh, give the outlaws that first loss. And then Saturday, it's always a doozy. It's the wing night game that we always talk about. Uh, you know, the Christmas game when everyone's home and big mingling after. And Wilkie, it's called the wing night. And it's Saturday night home to the EDAM three stars. So that one goes down at 730 on Saturday. And then we take about a 12 or 14 day break for Christmas and uh, reconvene in early January. So that's what's going on in the uh, Sask West. Jonathan Redlick from Bigger leads the league in points at 25. He's played a couple more games than Rick Say, who's just three points behind him. Jeremy Boyer from uh, from Halford is tied for third with Chris Henry and Brock Harrison out there. So that's what's going on in the Saskatchewan West Hockey League.
1: Before we jump down to the Big Six Hockey League, let's take care of the Sask Prairie. Big overtime game Wednesday. Turtleford, 4-3 win over Radisson in OT. They don't have the box score, so I don't know who scored the last goal for the old Turtleford Tigers in that win, but let's give it Austin McDonald had two goals. Bailey Morin had one, and there has to be another guy here. Kirsten McDonald's, the brothers McDonald's light the lamp. So Turtleford wins that one still in the league. You can't, you got a as the team to beat. No doubt about it. Coming up tonight, three games in North Battleford. Miota, Glaslin throw down. Radisson, home to Purdue Pirates. And then at 8.30 tonight, a late one in Battleford. Shit's going to get rowdy Lock your doors. 8:30 start in Battleford as uh Turtleford after that big overtime win comes in. So there's your
0: Sask Prairie
1: Hockey League
0: report. I gotta I gotta just say I'm a Neilberg guy. I've always been a Neilberg guy. <laughs> hey, shout out to them. I mentioned last week they they told me that they might have uh something something fun to share on uh social media, and I mentioned that on the show, and then they uh, tweeted out that. Their goalie, one of their goalies, actually, it looks like Bella McKee, the girl we talked about, is the, the starter. She's got the better numbers out of their two regular goalies, to be honest. She's played over half the game, so she's kind of the number one goalie out there. Their other goalie is on the IR, so they called up Chloe Marshall out of retirement. They went with a female tandem, we would assume, as did they. That's the first female tandem in Saskatchewan senior hockey with those two. They went on to win that night as well. I think they won 9-5 over the Raiders in uh, Redbury. So, yeah, that was kind of cool. Very cool, actually. Awesome to see. I'm a Neilberg guy. I know they just got a young fellow by the name of Kobe Walker back. I think he just came back from uh, some sort of NCAA hockey and joined Neilberg. So, I'm a Monarchs guy. I love the Combines, but I'm riding riding with Neilberg this year. I think they're going to be sneaky, pesky
1: team that that story on those two females is an all-timer like that's something we should send that to the to the Chicklet boys and to Ken, kenny reed and those guys that is uh uh ron mcclain we we'll probably do something on it if we uh, if we shoot it over to ronnie on hockey Night in canada great great story uh big six i'm not gonna lie to you i'm not super up to date on the big six but the one thing that i am up to date on is extreme hockey and sport in mm-hmm. regina They have Monday Nooner gear, last-minute Christmas shopping. They got the T-shirts and the hoodies, the license plate ones. They still got a few left. Get in there, Extreme Hockey and Regina. And if you need them shipped, they can ship them. So that is a possibility. Also, the stick deal, there's still sticks left, and they got a few more coming in. $129.99, one-piece twig. It's a blackout Monday Nooner stick. And the reason it's so cheap, because it doesn't have the brand name on it. Same stick that you're going to pay $350, $400 for. So the Monday Nooner stick deal, Extreme Hockey and Sport in Regina, they can ship the sticks as well. Uh, If you're going to get the shipping the sticks, I would probably suggest buy more than one. Maybe buy a bundle for your senior team or whatever. And uh, yeah, you never know. We might be cruising around. We can maybe drop them off. So Extreme Hockey and Sport, official sporting goods store. Of the Monday Nooner podcast, just ahead of Hunter's Trailer and
0: Marine in North Battleford. Big game tonight in the uh, in the big sexy game of the year with a Fenton Martin's halftime show on the electric guitar. Actually, not a halftime show. He's going to be playing every stoppage of play with that other that other guy on the uh, organ. I can't remember his name. It's a big. Uh, hey, by the way, got got confirmation on the Maryfield uh, stakes right. Yes. I think you were a part of that text. I was getting kind of chirped last week for throwing that random fact out there, but a buddy uh, said that the steak pit is number one. Cook your own while you enjoy a Ryan Coke and a little short tomato juice glass. That's only <laughs> in Merrifield. And I heard it's uh it's an excellent option, but yeah, Fenton Martins and crew tonight, game of the year candidate in the big six. Why is it the game of the year? Well, you got the 8-1 uh, and one Redvers Rockets against the 6-0 and o Musuman Rangers. So the winner of this game will be uh, in first place, although Musuman does still have three games uh, in hand on Redvers. So two juggernauts in the league, two towns that don't necessarily really like each other. Listen to this. Musuman has played six games. They've scored 63 goals. They've given up nine. They've got a plus four. 54 in six games. Do the math. That's like People nine and a half goals People per game. People want to drink. See so it. Say the word. And and how do you get that many goals? Well, a lot of it would have to do with their top line that features Bud Holloway, 29 points in six games. Brock Trotter, 28 points in six games. So they've got the top end uh, talent there in Mooseman for sure. They're lighting everybody up, but their biggest test by far goes tonight. The Mike Schwain Fenton Martins and uh, crew, we should get a a small chunk of every ticket sold just to see Fenton Martins from people listening to this uh, podcast. But that's a big one tonight in the big six, couple other games I, in time I for Christmas. Go ahead.
1: I can't wait to see video of this Fenton Martins and then keyboard guy. I cannot wait. Someone has to t- just send us a number of messages to the Monday nooner, please.
0: So that's Tonight carlisle who's uh no slouch either they're five one and one right nipping on the heels of both of those teams they host bean fate tonight at the carlisle sports arena and then the other game on the card tonight oxbow is home to carnduff they played a doubleheader last weekend carnduff won both you didn't make it out to the one in oxbow obviously or, or you would have mentioned that i'm sure they're playing tonight for the third time in seven days Two rival towns, so have a feeling things could uh, boil over tonight in Oxbow, eight o'clock, and then tomorrow, Wawoda and Kipling go at the Wawota Forum. I know they've got a big uh, Christmas soiree and some maybe a shootout or something. I think going on out there in uh, Wawota after the game, and then Bean Fate hosts Musiman on Saturday, and then a couple of days off for Christmas. So that's what's going on in the uh, official, unofficial Working Man's Hockey League in Saskatchewan. The Big Six. What else do we have for? Uh, must have a few other leagues, or do we get them all? The Saskalta Hockey League.
1: Should probably Sask- give them Alta. there, too. yeah. Saskalta last the last one, I
0: think. Of upset all of our leagues. Upset. I don't know if you can call it an upset. Um, last weekend, well, it is an upset because the ten and O Wainwright Rustlers took their first loss in Paradise Hill. The Hawks with a four uh, two beat down although it did come down to the wire. Wainwright scored first. They had a 1-0 lead after one. Um, Paradise Hill bounced back with three in the second and then closed it out uh, in the third. 4-2 was the final. Lane Young, forever young. He's come up on this uh, show a few times. He led the way offensively at three points for Paradise Hill. He actually leads the league with 40 points. The next closest guy has 30. So Lane Young, good local out there in paradise hill 3.6 uh points per game so far this season far and away uh the mvp right now in the sask Alta hockey league a couple of games here before christmas as well tonight it's kind of a geographical rival like you mentioned pre-christmas game i know there'll be some things going down at the uh, rink in lashburn they host hillmont tonight eight o'clock and then uh, no action until december 30th so One more game before the holidays in the Saskatchewan-Alberta Hockey League. Do we have all the leagues? Do we need to make sure? Is there any chance we miss the league?
1: I think we're good. I think we get into the top 10.
0: We missed your league. We apologize. It's been a busy week. I haven't been writing them down. But if you're comfortable, I'm comfortable. Yeah. We're good. Lots
1: going on. If you haven't noticed, Shane Belter had to leave. He had a session at peak. He's training hard to get back at her and plyometrics on thursdays so that's when we're recording this program all right honorable mentions you can chime in here if you got a couple
2: this is the general well servicing monday nooner senior hockey top 10
1: honorable mentions on this side of the docket tisdale from the Wheatland Hockey League. They keep buzzing. Tisdale's getting an honorable mention. And then big up to the boys and the twin that are rolling the Birch Hills Blackhawks. They're on a heater. So I'm putting I'm giving them an honorable
0: mention as well. What happened to their Twitter? Nobody ever let us know. They were so active, all of a sudden it's gone. Something happened in Birch Hills that the Twitter is no longer active. And I got one honorable mention, just one this week. Benton Martins. Yes, yes. And the Merrifield Steak Pit. <laughs> My two <laughs> honorable mentions. Throw throw, throw the
1: keyboard guy one
0: too. Why would uh, that guy? You know what, uh, keyboard guy, I feel like he's not really getting his due. Like <laughs> he hasn't gotten any love here at all. Keyboard guy, what's his name? No just wait one second here TV timeout. I'll find it before the end of the show we'll give keyboard guys due
1: okay,
0: let's, I'm get into start... the, let's get I'll
1: into get... the top 10 <laughs> I'll get into the top 10 number 10 a new team, they're undefeated don't say they're a joke until you're going to go up there and play the fellas they're buzzing the Mioda Combines number 10
2: number 9
0: Their first appearance this season in the senior hockey top 10. They went in last weekend and at home beat the Wainwright Rutslers, who were in the top 10. So, just for that W, we're bringing in the Paradise Hill Hawks, Lane Young's boys.
1: Number eight from the Long Lake Hockey League, Jill Brisky. Just kidding. Number eight, these guys are rolling and they're flying under the radar. They're a good hockey team. A lot of people telling me how good these guys are, refs and stuff. Foam Lake Flyers, long leg.
0: Number seven. In a number seven, and I apologize earlier in the show. I don't know if I mentioned them as one of the undefeated teams in the uh, province or not. They fall a couple spots, just a victim of uh, circumstance. I know I didn't mention them off the top of the show. My bad, Audrey. Don't. Uh, don't come after me number seven the Rock City Tigers six and O and O in the Saskies Hockey League number six guys back to
1: climbing good hockey team as Brandon mentioned they are signing a solid human being on the back end as well Keniston Blizzard
0: number five huge test tonight at the Fenton Martins game. And why don't I mention the organ guy right now? Because I do have it up here. Jason Light on the organ. If you're in the facility tonight, look above the Zamboni room. You'll see him slapping the uh, the keys of the organ. The ivory. The ivory. Jason Light. Number 5, 6-0, oh, plus 54, goal differential drink. The Mooseman Fenton Martin Rangers.
2: Number 4.
1: Yeah, here they come. They're rolling. Just look at their roster. They got a good squad. No doubt about it. It's just a matter of can they finish down the end of the season here, and especially into the playoffs and provincials. Gabba's boys are in.
0: Valcaris Bronx. Number three. In at number three, they stay in the same position right now, looking like the class of the Valley at 11-1. and one. The Davidson Cyclones, number three.
3: Number two.
0: Number two
1: quality hockey team. Undefeated, they're rolling,
0: the Wilkie Outlaws.
2: The number one senior hockey team in the province.
0: Second week in a row, they're 10-0 in what we classify as the best league, if not one of the top two leagues in the province, 10-0 Puts them at number one, the Wadena Wildcats. They're rolling.
1: That is your General Well Servicing top 10 for the last one of 2023 as we roll into 2024. Thanks to General Well Servicing. They're always hiring in Southeast Saskatchewan. Big sponsors of the pod. Couldn't do it without them uh, because this isn't our real jobs and there's a lot of expenses that come with this. So yeah, good on them. Top 10, going to be interesting how this all shakes down in 2024.
0: Yeah, we'll be back sometime in the new year. No sense with a uh, top 10 between Christmas and New Year's. We're going to take some downtime, enjoy some Last Mountain uh, vodka and whiskey and some Original 16 and enjoy the holidays. We hope everybody does the same and we'll be back with our next show on new year's day that's the plan right now allegedly with a full twirl with a uh, guest coming up on jan 1 so merry christmas and uh, happy holidays and whatnot